Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we are in Matthew 25, verse 1, and we've been looking at the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this is actually the parable that I was shooting for when we were over in Matthew 22, and I forgot, didn't realize there was one in Matthew 24 also that was very much a parable type of thing. But we spent a lot of time looking at the background of these things, what you see in 22, 23, 24. And so if you're just joining with us and you uh, haven't heard those episodes, I'd really recommend that you back up and catch them, just back up several episodes uh, because, like, the first word in the first verse here is then, T-H-E-N, then. So this is the Lord Jesus Christ speaking. He's speaking all the way through Matthew 24 and 25. And remember, he's responding to questions that uh, four disciples had asked him. When will these things occur, and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? So he's given them and us tremendous insight into what was going to happen with the balance of history from the time he answered that to our present time and days yet to come. And so it's really important to understand what's going on here in the context. Otherwise, when you take uh, these parables out of their context and out of what's going on, you can really pervert them. Uh, this parable right here is a prime example of that. And people get all distracted and all sidetracked about, what does this mean? Okay, it must mean this. This right here means this, means this. And this is a great example of, of a parable when you come along and say, okay, this right here must mean this. Well, then it forces you into thinking that another part of the parable means something else, which it doesn't mean. Uh, parables have truths that they're communicating. Uh, quite often you'll hear people say, well, a parable has one major truth that they're trying to communicate. Well, maybe yes and maybe no. Okay, um, you know, when people say that they limit themselves to other levels of understanding of a parable. So I don't want to go to that extreme. But the Lord gives us understanding as to what he meant by each one of the parables. And again, this is a primary example of one. So I want to read the whole parable right here. And when you read it and hear what's going on, it's going to be very familiar to you. But at the very end, you're going to see what the point was. Jesus tells us point blank. And it's nothing new because he'd already been saying the same thing in the 24th chapter. So here's Matthew 25, verse 1. Jesus is speaking now. Remember this. Then the kingdom of heaven will be comparable to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now notice from the get-go here, he's saying, then the kingdom of heaven Okay. Now, Matthew uses the uh, term heaven because he's writing to uh, people who are believers that had a Jewish background, so he doesn't say kingdom of God. Um, Mark and Luke will use the phrase kingdom of God. He's just being sensitive to his audience. But now we're, we're getting insight into the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus says it may be compared as comparable to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. And so he's given a, a story here to explain how the kingdom of heaven could be compared to something. Verse 2, Jesus speaking. Five of them were foolish and five were prudent. Well, you think, well, how were they foolish? How were they prudent? Well, keep reading. Verse 3, for when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. 
but the prudent took oil and flask along with their lamps. Now, there are all sorts of really interesting things that you can glean from this. And we, we may or may not chase a couple of rabbits. I, I doubt if we will, because cause sometimes it's so divisive and there's no reason for being divisive, particularly when you see just what the bottom line is with this. Okay, So you have foolish virgins who took lamps, but they don't have any oil. <laughs> the prudent took the lamps and they took flask of oil. Verse 5. Now, while the bridegroom was delaying, they all got drowsy and began to sleep. So the bridegroom wasn't coming. They get drowsy. They go to sleep. Verse 6. But at midnight, there was a shout, Behold the bridegroom. Come out to meet him. And then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. So they got up. They got their lamps ready, trimmed the little wicks on there. We're ready to go. Verse 8. The foolish said to the prudent, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the prudent answered, No, there will not be enough for us and you too. Go instead to the dealers and buy some for yourself. <coughs> Verse 10. And while they were going away, so that's what the foolish did. They had to get up in the middle of the night and go find dealers to find oil for themselves. Again, you can't imagine the number of them. Um, Various interpretations of all this. Don't worry about that. We're going to see Jesus is going to tell us what the point is, okay? So they, the prudent say, no, no, go by, wake up the dealers, do it yourself. And while, verse 10, and while they were going away to make the purchase, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast, and the door was shut. Later, the other versions also came and saying, Lord, Lord, open up to us. But he said, truly, I say to you, I do not know you. Verse 13, be on the alert then, for you do not know the day nor the hour. Aha. Uh -huh. We've already seen that phraseology in Matthew 24. What he's talking about is the coming of the Son of Man. This is an example of the coming of the Son of Man. Remember, there's no chapter and verse division. Okay, We've just done that to provide convenience. So it's still the same account. And it, Jesus is telling them the same thing that he's already told them two or three different ways. He's just giving them a different example. What's the, what's the point? The point is to be on the alert. Now, not walking in fear, not walking in anxiety, but to be aware that the Son of Man is coming. And it's not this uh, false doctrine of imminency that the Lord can come at any moment, any time. No, no. If there's a, a, a title for the doctrine, it's one of expectation. We're expecting the Lord to come, knowing that His Scripture tells us that there's very things that will occur in that process of His coming. The parousia is not just one thing, okay? It's not just one thing. There's a whole process, and there's several things that are going on here. So he's telling us, you don't know the day nor the hour. Remember, he said that already. He said the angels don't know, the Son of Man doesn't know. Only the Father knows. So therefore, be on the alert. The previous verse shows us what the problem is with the being on alert. Truly I say to you, Jesus said, I do not know you. The primary way and the foundational way of being on the alert 
is knowing the Lord. <laughs> you just can't say, oh, I know Jesus. I believe Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, you have to know him and he has to know you. You have to be, in other words, be in right relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't just be a religionist. You can't just say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm right. You know, uh, God and I will work it out when I get there. And I haven't done that much evil or anything like that. No, no, no. You must be known by him. Remember what he said over in Matthew 7? Jesus said, many will say to me in that day, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not do great miracles in your name? Did we not heal and all this kind of stuff in your name? And Jesus said, I will look at them and say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, because I never knew you. I never knew you. So what's the whole point of this thing, of this parable of the virgins? It's to be on the alert. It's to make sure that you know the Lord. Now, there's interesting things that can be gleaned from all this of the foolish version, the prudent ones, who they are, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Don't get distracted by that. Pay attention to the big thing. You can chase those rabbits later. We must know the Lord. We must be on the alert, for we do not know the day nor the hour. Well, anyway, thank you so much for your time. I'm Dale. If the Lord moves upon your heart to help support these times, I would thank you so much. Just go to my website, dalemore.tv, and you'll see a Patreon link there to where you can help support if you want to give one time or if you want to give regularly on a monthly basis or something like that. That would be wonderful. You have no idea how much that helps. Again, thank you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.